Thank you for listening to Snideful. Hosted by Tucker and Todd. Right. I'm Gigi. And I'm Craig. If you'd like, you can send an email to snideful at gmail.com. Or search Snideful on social media. Which ones? I don't know. Great. I know that the Instagram account is spelled different. Whose idea was that? I don't know. Classic. I'll just put a link in the description. You can do that? OMG. No, she was the cum-filled vehicle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it has to start somewhere, right? Oh. Which, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Who is the chicken and who is the egg? Well, that egg came in that chicken and that was it. <laughs> Do you know um, the Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame? Who is the monster and who is the man? I hear who is the chicken and who is the egg. <laughs> <laughs> also sung by Frollo. <laughs> Frollo was a, speaking of freaks and cum-filled vehicles. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. Uh, he needs to let some steam off for sure. It didn't really. Color. It's it's crazy. It it's it's kind of crazy how much of a uh, what is the word um, indictment of of the church that film is as a Disney film targeted towards children. I remember seeing that film in theaters in. 1996 or 7 or whatever it was. Yeah, it really um, is, because it, it, it almost seems like he's been driven crazy by self-denial. Yeah, he's sitting there saying, we need to burn the whole city because of this fucking sexy lady. Because I'm horny. <laughs> I'm horned up. <laughs> yeah, I'm horned up, and so everyone must burn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would... I would watch a remake of that film if that was how he chose to. An honest it. trailers version of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all horned up, and that won't do. We've probably talked about this before because I'm obsessed with um, the actual ending of that book. Do you know how the book ends? No, tell me how the book ends. Okay, well, you know how the movie ends, where yeah. Quasimodo ah, <laughs> Quasimodo swings down and saves uh, Esmeralda from being burned at the stake. Yeah. In the book, she has already burned at the stake. He swings down and grabs her burned body. Oh, and yeah, then... that's not happening in a Disney movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> and then he and then he takes her to the crypts, like the underworld, or not the underworld, the undercity or whatever it's called, the catacombs. He takes yeah. her to the catacombs and uh, lays there, cradling her body, and is found, uh, however much longer later it is, uh, having died holding her. And when they try to separate his body from hers, they both crimple into dust. <laughs> wow. I want to see that one. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that movie. Oh, in your, in your American Gothic see... style. Oh, yeah. But I also want to see Frollo die in a fire. <laughs> but I want... Jerking I want... off in a fire. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want <laughs> the fire to start at his groin. <laughs> want... Oh, it's, he has. He didn't use lube. There's yeah, he has too a much friction, friction fire. <laughs> He burns on his own stake. <laughs> yeah, I wanted That's to. Him. Yeah, it pours. It pours forth from him. <laughs> he was right all along. The sin is born inside him. Oh my god! But yeah, he still dies in a fire dick first. <laughs> but he, he what, yeah, with the fire, the fire patrol. Yeah, of course, <laughs> that's <an> explosion <laughs> backdraft. <laughs> yeah, the final part is a detonation. Just <laughs> takes the building out with him. And then is the fire? Uh, I guess I, I guess it is still in whatever year the 1600s or whatever. I don't even remember. Oh, uh, now now I now I do want to remake this in like American Gothic because <laughs> that sort of that sort of religious sentimentality is alive and well. It could totally be made to work. 
Definitely. And and also with the different uh, architecture of, I mean, it's in Adam's family, like those old, uh, oh, what is the term for it? Art Deco? Is Art Deco? I mean, it is Gothic. Shit. I'm overlapping are we, are we art. Are talking about like Elizabeth and Holmes? Yeah, the homes, but also cathedrals. Like Ameri- there are Gothic yeah. American cathedrals that could fit into the whole. Uh... Absolutely. Okay, putting this in the premises. The hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dong. <laughs> not your, not your dong. <laughs> not your dong. Yeah. <laughs> Nacho dong. Yeah. Where the hell is it? What is it? Premise form. <laughs> hunched back. Oh, yeah. Hunched back. Hunched over. Yeah, like the humpback of no, not your dong. With not your dong. We're so funny. Yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna much. disrespect this so bad. <laughs> American <laughs> Gothic sex propaganda, and I mean that is sort of would this play into our whole thing with the uh, the different African and uh, Native American things? Given that, oh, it sure is that could our gyps- because gypsy narrative. Because since we're introducing these, what you could call outside of the uh, enforced religious norm families yeah we've got the we've got the indigenous family and we've got these this family from the bayou who's got strong hoodoo roots vodun whichever whichever term you'd like to use they would both be pretty uh prime targets for like a uh zealot fanatic and an evangelist mm-hmm yeah, that's actually really interesting. If literally, like, we wouldn't call her Wednesday, but if a Wednesday type character was the Esmeralda. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll call her Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what was the princess we're not from? Even, we're not even trying. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> was it King Tuesday in Mr. Rogers? Oh, actually... I think we could call her after a month because we'll call her April and it'll be an homage. Oh, there you go. Actually, I like that. That's interesting. That's in my new conspiracy theory. I need a tinfoil hat. I think I've reached the point. <laughs> Are you having conspiracy theories about fiction we haven't even written yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that April Ludgate. Mm-hmm. April. It's, it's the it's the it's the sort of deadpan and the the generally emotionless expression and delivery and the like active malevolence of everything she does. Yeah. She's just very clearly supposed to be Wednesday Adams in Parks and Rec. I wonder, you know how people turned on, I want to, you know how people turned on Lizzo and I'm trying to think of Adele, I think also, and Rebel Wilson, how people, how uh, I'm just going to say people, people turn on uh, overweight actresses who lose weight or entertainers, not just actresses. Oh yeah, they, who get they, fed. they consider them the their their uh, fan bases who identify with that consider yeah, them some kind to, of traitor. You're supposed to stay the icon of of living with a, a certain thing or whatever. Um, do you think people did that happen with what's his nuts, Andy? Oh, I I don't know. Because I feel like he, it, it's, I feel it's, like he and April were like an icon for schlubby guys getting attractive girls. I feel like that became a thing because of that show a little bit in a way. With malevolent evil girls, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's favorite kind. Yeah, 
I wow. think in in his case, it it was a schlubby, dumb guy getting with a woman who was going to mother him because he clearly needs someone to look a after. Cunning, him. A cunning woman. Yeah, someone someone who can look after him because he can't look after himself. He demonstrated that from episode one. But then he went and became a leading man. Do men yes, get affected and, by and that same thing? Do you remember hearing anything about that? I don't. I've never heard anything about that, and it wouldn't. I don't want to step on any toes here, but it wouldn't surprise me if that was a particular feminine uh, phenomenon. I will say, I'm, I think maybe, I wonder, I'm wondering if I'm conflating or confabulating people being mad at Kumail Nanjiani for getting fit. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say that there are no guys who, who were Oh yeah, we, I guess we can't make that. sweeping statements on that. I'm sure there were some guys who were incensed by that, but I also think they kind of kept it to themselves a bit. Yeah, men find a different way to be uh, insecure, as we yeah, were just talking they're... about. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, um, yes, the the way that they got upset, I think, is a distinctly feminine phenomenon. Whereas the guys who got upset expressed it in a different way that I'm unaware of. Maybe, maybe they're shooting up schools or something because that's what guys do. It's all because of Jurassic World. All yeah, it all started there. Yeah. Um, wait, which came first, Jurassic World or Star-Lord? Uh, oh, um, Jurassic World is 2015, Guardians of the Galaxy 2014, but he was not a a fit leading man in Guardians of the Galaxy, and they joke about that a couple of times. Uh, if you recall, I think it was, I can't remember if it was in, uh, in one of the Avengers films or in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he was one sandwich away from fat. I guess yeah, that can be what they call it, in shape, out of shape. Yeah, he, cause yeah, he's uh, he's an action hero, but he doesn't lead by his physique. He leads by his right. intense charisma. He doesn't have Captain America body, but he does in Jurassic Park. Yeah, he by then he's a, a survivalist bush daddy. <laughs> bush I don't know daddy. that. Look, that's just what came to mind when I was thinking about him with his his shirt with his sweat stains in it. Bush Wait. Daddy is the the southern cousin of uh, Hair Daddy. Oh, right, southern cousin. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I it's think the, I get it's the cousin is the cousin Eddie of Hair Daddies. Yeah, he's the he's from the deep south. <clears throat> yeah. All right, let's get into our episode. I'm sorry for such a long <laughs> intro tangent. We we love our intro tangents. It gets the the comedy juices, the the juices being squeezed from the plums. And I don't think we even got our really exciting hanging Ian McShane bit in the in the recording. So oh no, but but that yeah, was a very was good not, way to start. He was <laughs> <laughs> swinging first thing in the morning. <laughs> Could you stick your tongue out a little further, Ian? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit more, like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking your neck neck muscles a little more. We're gonna need we're gonna need to make up his neck a little. It's not red enough. Can you bulge your eyes? Like the guy from the Guinness World Record book. Oh yeah, that or lady or whatever. That <laughs> always horrifies me. <laughs> Was it in the World Record book? Or am I just thinking of Ripley's Believe It or Not? I I I'm not sure because I'm I I know I've seen pictures of it in a book, but I don't know if it was the. Ripley's blue. Human with the eyes that protrude the most from the socket. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a record, is it? It is if you can do it and nobody else can. 
That's the only rule, I guess. I was watching Cold Ones today. Do you ever watch Cold Ones? Sometimes. They were beating. They were trying to beat world records, and they're just some stupid world records. How many socks can you put on in eighteen seconds, <laughs> or eleven seconds, or whatever? Oh, I I would have thought it was just like how many socks can you put on at all? No, they they had to do an amount of time because they <laughs> yeah I don't know what they were doing. And then there was also how, how can you chug a pint of margarita in less than sixteen seconds? You really shouldn't. You shouldn't, but <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't. <laughs> the fastest way to do it is uh, up the butt, <clears throat> utilizing oh, gravity. But I would not do that. That you will die. It needs it's unnecessary. It, it will super kill you because taking alcohol rectally bypasses the liver and all the major filtration systems, so it goes directly into the bloodstream, which means you will massively flood your body with alcohol and you'll fucking die. But hey, um, we are it's not better doctors than or lawyers cover. here. It's, it's not, it is better than times, I was going to say. <laughs> if that sounds like fun to you, then go ahead and do it. But don't. <laughs> <laughs> but don't. <laughs> we will never advocate that you do something that will kill you, probably. <clears throat> or I mean, Doesn't... we've informed you of the danger. Uh, what's next is up to you. Does it encouraging someone to stay alive um, encourage them to do something that will end up in killing them? I don't know. I mean, I was trying to get into philosophy, man. I'm encouraging people to just prolong the inevitable. Yeah. Delay it a little while longer. Well, speaking of horrible live, things, live, live a little while longer, everybody, while we talk about the news. Talk about the news and set up this case. <clears throat> yes, this. Unlike most of our little news segments, this one will actually tie in later. Will it? Yes, I, I, uh, I have a couple of ideas for how this is going to be progressively worse and worse. But we're we're gonna we're gonna start our episode right in the uh, shoot 'em up news. I haven't quite decided what they're they're called, but they're always shooting up their own place. Um, I feel like was there were we talking about another another group of news people recently? That yes. came up. Was that going to be proper news or was that going to be like internet fanatics? Oh, I can't remember. We've talked about both of those. Yeah. We were, we, because there's the uh, Anderson Coopist and LaFox have actual respectable news. And we also keep thinking about our intense reactionary, independent, in quotes, journalists who mm -hmm. were really just nut jobs. You wanted to call them info whores. Oh, that is what that was. Right. I did want to do info wars. <laughs> and we can we can definitely do them. All that matters is that somebody is telling the story about how there's new legislation. <clears throat> Excuse me. New legislation. New legislation for arming teachers. Oh, actually, I think this would be a good case. Maybe we can do a little. Maybe we can do uh, flicking through the news montage then, and we can have a couple different sources. I think maybe we've already done that, but that can introduce the new info whores. The info whores can be maybe the one that we land on for the longest, or the one that we flick through the fastest. But I think since it is based on info wars, which is the one that is famous for getting in hot water with school shootings. I oh, think yeah. that they would be the best ones to be getting all horny, horned up. That, that's just how I like saying it. I don't like saying bricked up. I like no, saying I horned like up. horned up. That's awesome. <laughs> He's getting all horned, all horned his, up. His, his tinfoil hat is becoming turgid <laughs> and stiff as he as he hears about teachers finally being armed. 
That will be, if I ever uh, ha- open my own pub or tavern or whatever, that's what it, it will be called. The, what, the, what, the horned up. Oh, <laughs> the tumescent horn. I lost it for a second. <laughs> I remember tumescence, yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. And if it's, if it's Tucker and Todd flipping through it, the most sensational one is, of course, Infowars. That means we will be drawn to it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. The, okay, we can, we can play up all of the LCD screens in the back and whatnot. Oh yeah, there's there's flash and lights and there's noise and music, and and it's like and now back to the show and it's got like the sweeping uh, title credits that fly across the screen with like a little medley and it just it's gonna suck the boys in like nothing. Are there also titties? Is that part of is that part of making the 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 satire of making fun of um, sensationalist news? I think that there can be a boob right in the O in whores. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> And it once once the title see once the title credits get like right into place, it like jiggles and bounces, and then somebody <laughs> comes by and flicks the nipple or something. I don't know. Yeah, one the 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 one of the O's is a boob, and the other one is like a is a is a open mouth. Oh yeah, it, with like red with lipstick dick, and stuff. Dick sucking lips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, and it's of course like a the tongue and the uvula and everything in there. Of course, it, that's what does the jiggling. Oh yeah, the uvula jiggles all just to the soft body. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, hyper hyper sensational and sexualized, and it will immediately and draw and in. Just, wow! Yeah, we their eyeballs, <laughs> their eyeballs come out of their head, and they like the mask where their tongues fall out of their mouths and roll down the table or something. Is that a, is that a funny way to play it? Then is is somebody says, "What are you guys watching?" And we're like, "The news." And somebody goes to check. We've been making sure we're taking our medicine or whatever. Yeah, we have like a p- pillows on our laps. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know about our two lessons. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it keep safe. It secret. Keep, yeah, I'll go in there. <sighs> wow, actually, I think Jim Carrey has the world record for eyeball that protrudes. <laughs> Yeah. That's a yeah, little bit more than two centimeters or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what he can do with the rest of them. What Whew. damn mouth do? And not even like imagine taking the mask to bed. I guess he takes you to bed. I will never forget a Doug Stanhope joke in which he talks about what what we really he says what you women really need is more holes. You you are always complaining about how much we're focusing on the one hole, and I just think it would liven up everybody's life. You're always trying to fuck me in my shoulder hole, um, and that light, like that light is burned into my mind. And so the first thing I think of when I see this is you're always trying to fuck me with your eyeball dick. Sorry, I had to mute myself. <laughs> Oh. I'm sorry. This this episode is so adult. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, that that laugh was particularly wet. Uh, I, uh, whoo, that damn that damn gypsy. I became. Oh, I I can't sing, but if I could, it'd be that song about fire. <clears throat> okay, so we're we are enraptured. Yes, with the news. Others are concerned until they see that we're watching Infowars, and they're like, "Oh, that garbage," and they leave. <laughs> Oh yeah, Whatever. that's interesting. It'll, Do it'll they just entertain dis- our idiot minds? They dismiss it as harmless. That that's a big mistake, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This is shaping our reality. How dare you let us watch it? <laughs> us grown adults. Okay, so we're being sucked in and they're like, 
ah, and then of course it's got like a little title card in a square around his shoulder because he's John Oliver too. And it's just like a, a gun shows up immediately and it's just like pow, shoots a hole in the, in the graphic and there's a gunshot noise and it's just, everything is spectacle no matter what, when it's introducing yeah. a- it. <laughs> the gun shoots it, confetti goes everywhere. Yeah. Guns. Do they belong in school? We say yes. And then it's just shows a bunch of armed teachers. But yeah, how do we live? We all know that teachers, that arming teachers was definitely a good idea. At what point in history is this? Has it, is it a recent <laughs> development that they've been armed? Yeah, brand new. <laughs> we, we discussed this a few weeks ago and we wanted to put it in. So I am arming teachers. What's next? Arming. Oh, right. We, we discussed that in the planning episode. Yeah. Arming teachers. What's next? Arming kids. Yeah. Were but we I was going thinking to say we would... that. Hmm. Are we going to say what? Since we were saying, are we doing? Hmm. We're making sure that the opinion that this is good is only coming from the position of an obviously radical nutcase. Right. Is, and is... and the teacher that's going to be interviewed. I think the teacher is going to be into it. That so in order to, to in order to squeeze as much of that joke, because I don't think beyond watching the news right now. Is the, is the rest of what we see in the news going to play into the rest of the episode? Not in this episode, but it will play into later ones. Okay, I was going to say to squeeze as much as... Unless the ch- children come up later, would it be funnier to start off as the legislation to arm ch- teachers has been going on for a few weeks, and now having since put it in place that they are like saying it would be a good idea to push for arming children? I was gonna, I was gonna have that be the starter for the next episode, so that it would be, okay, it would okay. get to show like a progressive degeneration of the situation. That's better. If it plays out slower, I prefer that. Yeah. For this one, I think what we'll do is, is we will have our, uh, uh, I can't, I can't think of a good name for Alex Jones right now. We'll have him say we're gonna go live to the to our correspondent because unlike regular infowars, this guy actually has people on the ground going to go give an interview to a teacher at this high school hometown high the reporter's already clutching a bullet wound in one shoulder should 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 our alex (laughs) should our alex jones be named an obvious charlatan oh yeah i was thinking that he would actually have a tinfoil hat on from the beginning (laughs) and Um, he's like wearing a crystal bracelet and stuff have you been getting any have you been getting any uh, spam calls lately with the the what's it called the ID reading likely spam or likely fraud? No. Or like likely spam or probably fraud or something like that. No, I I get unknown caller and uh, spoofed numbers. Oh, who is your provider? Uh, that might be a thing. <clears throat> uh, landline is Telus. Home phone or my cell phone is Virgin. Okay, maybe maybe the Virgin thing. I can't remember. I feel like I saw a news ticker recently, like months ago, saying that I think maybe Rogers was 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 being called on to do more about like stopping telephone fraud. And so maybe oh. the best they've done is change the way that ID identifies those calls. Yeah, it might have been. I think it was actually a call to do more against robocalls for all telecom. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess they are all the I same think, thing. I think everybody was getting the screws put to them over that. Okay, okay. So which that's is hilarious because I guarantee it. you it's the phone companies who sold your phone number to them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> they double dip. They charge <laughs> you and then they charge the next guy to know your number. Yeah. <clears throat> because they got tired of people getting jobs at TELUS and then stealing all of them and selling them. Like, look at all that money that we could be making. 
Telecom just walking is a, out of here. Telecom is a mafia also. Oh, yeah. It's a racket. Yep. Uh, speaking of racket, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. guns, the guns are making a racket. Uh, our interviewer is already clutching a bullet wound in his shoulder. Uh, he's interviewing a teacher. She fires a warning shot at a student who's wandering a hallway without a pass. Teacher then insists that beha- student behavior in general has improved dramatically. And then it's just like, back to you, Alex. Oh, do we see the child's response to the warning shot? Or is it all just a single camera fixed on the teacher? It's all off screen. Oh, I think I think there's a, an extending hallway behind the teacher and the kid. It's like a T intersection. Yeah. And the kid is walking through the hallway going east west while she is south of him. And she takes a shot down that e- down, the, down that hallway and it spooks him and he runs back to class. Yeah. So she turns around and gives a nod of like, see, compliance is up. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to class. <laughs> Fires and then, yeah, in, in a short span of time, teachers insist that general student behavior has improved dramatically. We're going to find out next week that it doesn't last. Back to you in the studio. Yeah, back to you, Alex. And he's just, I don't know, I guess we catch him like kissing the uh, title sequence. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kind of like getting a little too comfortable with that one boob. Or trying to kiss the mouth. Oh, yeah. He's doing that. Oh, um, like the technical, technical. No, we've got technical difficulties because he's got a, he's got his dick stuck in it again. Does he? Oh, it gets back to him. And he says, we have uh, shit. Commercial commercial or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to pre-recorded commercial. And then he's trying to <laughs> and then he's trying to sell you a, one of his healing oh, crystal definitely. bracelets. <laughs> I was going to say it. It definitely has to be <laughs> hawking almost... some snake oil. Yeah. <laughs> ground up crystal supplements or Keep wait is it horned up is it a, a product is it oil for keeping your snake night like polished or whatever like it's oil for snakes. oh yeah for for polishing your snake <laughs> oh yeah that, he does it a, he does entendre. it as a cowboy <laughs> triple entendre yeah yeah it's in it's in sepia and he's got a cowboy hat on he's like you <laughs> the whole thing saloon talk he's got the cart with the like uh what was the dentist from Django? You know, he oh, had like yeah, the, Django. the buggy with the big goofy prop on top. Yeah. The fold out, like those old fashioned salesman buggies. Yeah, wagons. like an actual yeah. snake oil dealer. And he's dealing <laughs> yeah. literal snake oil. Oil for your snake made with 100% snake. <laughs> but it's just lube. Yeah. <laughs> for oil. It's got amino snake. acids and, and oil your python. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be dick related because because <laughs> the that's the guy boys. we're dealing with yeah yeah and well, that isn't one of, it is one of his super worried about their dicks they do sell he sells supplements this is this is oh yeah parody for a reason one yeah, of them has to be like slanted as a aphrodisiac for, for, uh, or something for male vigor pills yeah yeah i guarantee you there's some in there other ones Rhino are like Horner. survivalist other other ones are like survivalist rations and stuff because of course the apocalypse is coming. <laughs> yeah, hide in your bunker and stroke your dick with our uh, <laughs> ginseng lozenges. <laughs> All alone. We know you're gonna All be in there alone. alone. The you're gonna... <laughs> Get your uh... We are the new men. <laughs> <laughs> Get your KFC bucket for one and go. Right. Oh man. <laughs> the only bucket. <laughs> Oh, we will repopulate the earth, all these. Yeah. 
those vitamin guys. D deficient wraiths that are going to crawl out of the holes when everything burns. Yeah, if they don't die from oh right, they won't because they're going to have their snake oil, so they'll be proofed against friction fires. The fall of Frollo will not befall <laughs> right. these men. <laughs> no, they learn from his lessons, <clears throat> the teachings of the master. But yes, I think uh, during the hawking of this, these crappy products will be when Jay actually turns off the TV and, and points out how obviously stupid yeah. and terrible this is. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. He's literally selling you snake oil. Yeah, and and then she's going to say, that's the most stupid and terrible thing I could ever imagine. And then that's the perfect opportunity to smash cut to Abaddon's boardroom where they're they're unveiling the meta perverse. The stupidest thing, the truly stupidest <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's the that's the most stupid and terrible thing I could ever imagine. So let's let's go ahead and show the audience something even worse. I spent a long time imagining a Frankenstein thing being assembled on a slab and trying to determine whether it had legs or not. And I was trying to figure, wow, what is what is the meta perverse? Is it an android? But no, it is an actual metaverse. And Facebook doesn't have legs, and therefore we need to decide if ours has legs or not. Yeah. Because if they're if they're missing legs, people aren't going to want to use it for fun because it's kind of stupid. Everything everything just looks like vaguely incomplete, which means you're either going to attract only like a really small subsection of weird pervs and nobody else, which I guess is going to happen if it's all legs, too. But that's why I was filtering the whole thing through making it mandatory for the online shopping experience. Yeah. Force forcing everybody to use it. Just pigeonhole them into it. And then we get to decide what quirks they basically make people deal with. I mean, that is a thing that other companies have done. And the reason Absolutely. that the reason that Amazon isn't doing that is because well, I say Amazon as though Amazon is working on a metaverse. <laughs> I hope we haven't just stumbled <laughs> upon their plan. Some prophecy. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time we were ah. right. <clears throat> I was going to say the only reason that Amazon isn't doing that is because they've seen all the other ones fail. But look at what I mean, it's not deterring. No, there's there's everybody's autism. trying. Everybody's trying their own metaverse and their own. Everybody's trying to grab onto social media just as it's it like just, crashing it and just, burning. It just struck me. Is 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 it that is everyone that um I'm not hopeless, but uh, pessimistic, like defeatist. Oh. It feels defeatist to just say, yes, the future, <laughs> the future, <laughs> the future VR is uh, is anything other than yeah, reality. There was, I remember a time when we were first playing around with science fiction and everybody knew immediately that being trapped in virtual reality while neglecting your real life or being so resentful of your own real life that you couldn't wait to get back to your virtual reality family or whatever we all knew that was dystopian as shit trying to if we trick think everyone if, yeah you're now you're trying to rebrand what we all know is a nightmare into not prison a nightmare. you can't <laughs> trick us you can't trick yeah. us we know that we know that's digital prison well i mean i guess that is a black mirror episode isn't it yeah so only now like it's required real. you're required to participate in but that i guess also a good that's a good metaphor for capitalism. Well, a yeah. shitty system that you're forced to participate in. Yeah, not non-participation isn't an option. And that's that's what I wanted to establish around the meta perverse, especially because if people have to use it, you're not strongly incentivized to make it good. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so we cut smash to cut to the boardroom. Is everyone wearing headsets? Oh, I think I think we we get there. Oh, well, nobody's we wearing headsets yet, but I think I think headsets can drop from the ceiling, and he's like, oh. put those on. <laughs> <laughs> Orders everybody say, to put them on. Do we smash cut to a scene that we yet don't realize is inside the the metaverse? They're in they're in a VR location, and then um, after <laughs> some talking, hasn't got any legs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's got every, no. He's got everything but tits or whatever. It's just a bunch oh, of tits. Oh, he's got huge tits. <laughs> Basil Bub has huge tits. He's like, can Everybody's I get just can anime I girls? Do, can I do? Oh God, everything is. They're in Genshin girl. Impact. Yeah. Oh, oh, that kind of anime girl, girl, yeah. girl. girl, no girl. women allowed. No, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo, boy. I feel okay. like I can't That's remember. Funny. I feel like something something in that game. I can't play it for I like it's frustrating that it is built the way it is. The whole process of just run find find dungeons and all of the dungeons are just puzzles. What about them? Our species doesn't even have children. It's impossible for you to be a child. <laughs> I don't like that. That there's no children. It's impossible for you to be a child, therefore you're not even though you're definitely a ch- <laughs> No. No. <laughs> You can't trick me. You can't trick me with that. She's 500 years old. Nah, That is Nuh-uh. how they get out of it. They all say that they're a thousand years old. I think that's how Final Fantasy does it, right? They're that's a 12-year-old's body. You can fuck off and all. <laughs> you can't trick me with that. I know I know your tricks. I'm on to you. Um, who's present? But, yeah, uh, the, the meeting of the board. These are, these are like faceless high-level executives. Um, I think... I think the headset the headsets should kill them all, so it doesn't matter. Oh, is that what we're doing with this? I think it would be pretty funny if the first trial test happens to have a one hundred percent fatality rate. <laughs> <laughs> Basil Bob's like, that was kinda cool, but not what I was going for. <laughs> He's got a good sense of humor about it this morning. He's <laughs> like, Ah You're in good spirits today, <laughs> sir. I had a good morning. A little setback, but it was funny. I mean it's it's always kind of funny when a whole table of board, like chair, uh, what they, whatever they're called, yeah, demons fry. Oh yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy a spectacle. Probably are demons. I enjoy a spectacle as much as the next man. He would. Speaking of which, did you catch Infowars this morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Because there's a presentation. He's like, "All right, I'm going to need all of you to put this headset on." They put it on. There's there's. Basil Bub in, in the new meta perverse. Everything is just shitty anime girls. It, I think it should start glitching out immediately. And for some reason, Basil Bub's got tits, huge ones. Uh, he starts walking, but his legs fall off. But somehow he keeps walking. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he has legs originally, but they don't work. So they fall. Everything off. just everything is just separate. Yeah. Yeah. They're still walking, even though they're like lying down on the ground. And he's he's his arms are moving and he's moving forward, floating over air. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and then things everything start just goes off in glitchy. different directions yeah and then things start getting glitchy uh, s- furniture becomes unstuck gravity starts becoming upside down some things start going backwards in time and then every then we can like zoom out of the metaverse and everybody in the boardroom is now like shaking and their headsets are sparking and they're all just like clearly being murdered by these things and then they die spectacularly and basil bub's just like oh that was cool but not should we do it? 
should we do a thing where there's like a guy across the room? There's a minion across the room with his hand on a big like switch crank, and he's he's staring at Basil Basil Bob, and Basil Bob gives him like a no no wait just a second like like let it finish. <laughs> The, like, the this emergency helmet it... relift button. <laughs> yeah, like this is it's already playing out. We may as well see it through to the end kind of thing. Like, no, no, let it happen. Yeah, the uh, the emergency abort button. And he's just like, yeah, nope, <laughs> nope, let it happen. I think we've done that before. We, we we play up him like leaning into a sinister end of. Didn't we have a scene where he flushed some people out of the space station or something like that? In a I really think cool so. way. We've had him. We've had him do a few things like that. He, I mean, he's the devil. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to give everybody an opportunity to remember <laughs> that he is the devil. He's got to show. If I let everybody live, they'd forget who I am. Now I'm imagining him played by Ted Danson and just being overjoyed by all these fried bodies and looking at, at the guy, at the, this minion who obviously isn't invested in whether they live or die, but being like, "Now you gotta admit that was pretty cool." Uh, are we going with a young Ted Danson or uh, an old Ted Danson? Old Ted Danson. Glasses or no glasses? Ted Danson. Mm, I mean, like gray-haired. I'm, th- I'm thinking. Uh, Black rim spectacles. Black rim spectacles. Yeah, I mean that's that's a devil thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, I mean, especially if we, if I, I remember Patrick Bateman talking up his his brand of glasses. That's the kind of crazy callous businessman we're talking about yeah that even has a watermark and then and then finally when everybody stops switching then he tells the minion to hit the button that causes all of the headsets to lift off and these guys have all had their heads burned off down to the neck pretty cool huh don't want to tell that one to the shareholders yeah don't let them know yeah we're not gonna we're gonna we got we gotta go talk to technical but here are we. Here are some discussions. I guess this is an opportunity to go down to uh, wherever the, this is being developed. Somewhere in the somewhere in the tower. Somewhere in Abaddon's proper headquarters. The one that's attached to Earth, not the space station. <laughs> in one of the R and D labs. Yeah, because that'll be where the Metaperverse is being developed. So there'll there'll be multiple labs, especially because it. When progress isn't quite up to snuff, rather than telling people they have to crunch, I'm going to assume they actually just get like dropped into an incinerator and then the next team takes over. So does he do we do like an intercom button thing where or, or he gets patched through on some sort of communication device to a person in that lab? And so we can transfer the first it starts in the boardroom with their voice on a speaker. And then the transfers away to Basil Bub's voice on a speaker on their end of the intercom. And then now we're in the lab. Yes, and I think within moments, Basil Bub's actual voice should replace the one in the intercom because now he's there too. Oh, okay. Because I want him to breathe down their necks while he has a, a conversation about progress and what, 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 you know, we have performance expectations, everybody. Launches this week. And, and I guess he can pass it off as now the, the exploding and frying is a minor bug that we can work out, but what I'm really, our priority needs to be Something legs. to do with uh, my legs need to stay on. Yeah, <laughs> my legs uh, need it, to stay on, and I need bigger tits. It sure is great that you got legs in there, but they need to stay attached to the model. Yeah, it'd be better if they didn't come off. But this is this is where we can take like a quick look at what Metaperverse is supposed to be. Uh, I assume that there will be multiple like big old whiteboards with text on them, sort of like design parameters. And oh, I guess we could even we have will get to see like work in progress versions. 
they could even be having because this was what was that? I'll try to remember really later. Um, they could have like so, like uh, engineers or whatever, like software developers, like people who are currently working on the build of the metaverse. So they can show him like, can you show me the current build on the computer? Like you you don't access it via VR, but they can show certain yeah. details of it that weren't uh, demonstrated in the boardroom. Yeah, and then, they can take us inside it, see... theoretically. Yes, and then we can have we can have Basil Bub or somebody else give off a little bit of exposition about what its intended purpose is because Basil Bub would be like, we need this ready for next week because we're supposed to be launching our new store program, you know, our new online shopping experience. We're completely retiring the old online store and replacing it with this, so it has to work without killing everybody. Oh, should we I'm have willing, a I'm willing to accept a five percent fatality rate, but that's the most. <laughs> Oh, does he text in with somebody? Says, "What was the fatality percentage we were willing to <laughs> let slide?" And they do some calculations, and he's like, "Oh, I thought it was higher than that." No matter. Um, and then the other joke that I wanted to throw in, shit. Oh, somebody makes some sort of presumption that since he's like the CEO or whatever, that he wouldn't have he 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 doesn't understand machines or something like that. Like his expectations are. Unreasonable. because he, unreasonable because he doesn't understand and then he he has a bit of like a Darth Vader moment of like oh I don't understand machines I I like that idea a lot and I I would like to explore just what he might do in that case because he's pa he's practically a terminator yeah like would he manipulate machines like would he demonstrate what he knows of machines or is he just extremely intimidated like does he have a devil moment Maybe he has like a, a Terminator eye glow moment. Oh, okay. Oh, we can maybe even see some of the little like circuits and 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 data trails in his eyeballs as they glow. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, that works. Like That's like subtle. little little glowing circuits. Yeah. Maybe maybe like on his temples and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Leading yeah. Yeah. Right glows his through his eyes. Where his skin is thinnest, you can see some of the circuits glow. Yeah. And That's and I cool. think like all the screens in the room should like flicker a little bit. There's there's like a a, a brief electromagnetic interference in the entire R&D department. Yeah, that's great. And then and then like the lights the printer, darken. Yeah, and then the printer starts shitting the bed and draws all <laughs> the attention away. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, shitting the bed figuratively cuz I imagine it just starts like spurt it shits itself like it starts like leaking ink. Print printer ink starts shooting out. It starts shooting papers in the other direction, and then it just like, <laughs> like a dryer that has a cinder block in it. It starts bouncing itself apart. And How does Basilbub exit that moment? Is he sort of just kind of oh, blinking go back to the, very well? All all the attention is drawn away from him, and when it comes back, he's gone. Okay, good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he does the the villainous not there exit all of a sudden. But whoever whoever's on the floor as supervisor is is now going to be like all right we got to get this ready for launch you heard the the man upstairs you heard the man yeah yeah so they have to start launching it they have to they have to get this thing ready to take over the world and remember everybody 5% fatality maximum we have to get it from 100 to 5 <laughs> <laughs> in 48 hours
but then then we can like kind of zoom out and zoom out and see that there's actually like hundreds of cubicles responsible for exactly this task like there's like an army of developers and software engineers and stuff devoted to this okay yeah and i think it might actually be kind of funny if we zoomed out further and further until we realized we were actually in hell was we were never on surface level abaddon at all oh does does abaddon headquarters go all the i forgot what how, yeah how i it think works. i think it should i think it should like there's basement level it, there's it is but we like we play around with physics <laughs> yeah, so so the elevator that goes all the way down to the basement level in the parkade can continue going down all the way to hell yeah i think that i think that's and there's that's, like that's a the and there's like that. another sort of lower level street level abaddon down there on like main street of hell how did we do that because didn't we do something recently with yes we we talked about uh the very first version of what would later become the space elevator the prototype was actually the elevator from hell to earth which makes it actually kind of reasonable for him to try to use a space elevator to get to heaven yeah definitely but also the lawyers did the lawyers have an elevator from like surface level yes we had uh we had a guy yeah we had a we had a guy go all the way down the elevator to hell but I do think it would be funny if that <laughs> particular elevator was actually the central elevator shaft of the Abaddon Tower. So the the entrance to hell was actually there. And then Basilbub built his corporate headquarters around it. Oh, okay. That's the hell mouth. Yeah. So <laughs> once upon a time, there was just the elevator. And then there was a building built around it. And now that's Abaddon Tower. And it goes from hell to earth and that yeah, means like that. that means he knows that elevators can travel across dimensions that actually makes his his gambit to do the space elevator much more reasonable in hindsight definitely it's no longer totally stupid because <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time it was the dumbest shit ever uh, space elevator it must be up there heaven must be in space well i think for the longest time we were just making him out to be a dummy yeah but, we're, but we're, he's he's responsible for too much. <laughs> yeah, he can't be that stupid anymore. But the space station is still legit because it's the that elevator is now in orbit and it needs space station support. Right. And also space station is just cool. He's allowed some indulgences. But going back to the and, elevator. And it's a big but. But. Yes, uh, we can zoom out, zoom out, zoom out and see that either maybe we've got a split screen top and bottom so we can see both like on earth and like in hell they both have their own massive software divisions that are both working towards this goal mm, on earth as it is in heaven yeah except in this case not the the, yeah a little hellish but yes there are there are legions of like guys in red suits with horns on them and fake tails working in in office spaces in hell. the costume the uniform <laughs> the uniform they're wearing yeah and little uh, uh what are they called like visibility vests yeah they've all got tails and vi- visibility vests the abaddon uniform oh yeah and like little name tags you got key fobs and stuff i mean it's a proper corporate building even down there yeah but yes we we see that uh, abaddon is putting an immense amount of resources into this. Pretty much all the personnel in the building that are capable are at work on this one project. 
Now here's some here's something that I was playing around with is is the metaverse basically just horny jail? But that that kind of gets kiboshed by if it's the new online shopping experience, then it doesn't have to I mean, be horny jail. It can be a shopping experience w- with a horny jail attached. Like the the shopping experience can be sort of like bait for I don't know what Cause, I'm saying there. Because because I was I was thinking about using this to finally start exploring the personal heck. And I do think that horny jail, especially if people have to shop around it. Yeah. Could could be a personal hack, because if I had to just like deal with horny people every time I wanted to buy, I don't know, thermal paste, <laughs> new socks, I got to like dodge horny people trying to text me. Did you ever read No Exit or do you know the concept of No Exit? Refresh my memory. The, Refresh uh, this, the audience's memory. I'm trying to remember the name of the man who wrote it. He was one of the existential um, Jean-Paul Sartre. Is that how you pronounce that? Sartre? Sartre. Sartre. Yeah, Sartre. He wrote a play called No Exit. And it is about hell is, it's the, oh, well, the famous quote is hell is other people. But it comes from a play which is about hell being a series, a corridor of, of a corridor of doors. And you are led through a door and in the, in the, and you are led into a room with two other people who are, you are now a, a triumvirate of three personality types which are the exact antithesis of each other to cause the rest of your um, eternity to be hell. Because um, it's just two people who, you, who all, as, a, as a threesome, you can't see eye to eye. And so... Uh, it's just would, impossible would, to agree with these people, so you're creating your own hell amongst yeah, yourselves. So, so would that be similar to the shopping experience? You're always paired with like the people that are the, are the antithesis of you? Interesting. And it uses it uses the algorithm to figure that out. You don't have to fill in any oh, questionnaires. Course. We already know everything about you. <laughs> oh, it pairs you with people you fought on Internet comments. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we want to be careful that Abaddon doesn't want everybody to be uh, echo cha- dividing off into echo chambers. So, yes, the idea is to corral people together and right. force people to kind of get along so maybe maybe the shopping experience is actually has to be cooperative oh interesting it's an escape room that would be <laughs> that would be so infuriating <laughs> have you ever done an escape room with an uncooperative person <laughs> i have i have oh did you have fun i tried to i just did my best that's all you can do but the uncooperative it was two cells we were we were in two cells and there were there was a small group of people in each cell and we both had to solve problems in our own cells and in the other cell using information across both to unlock both cells. So unless both group A and group B are coordinating well, you won't get out. And we were not, but uh, we were solving our own at least. Do we, do we work that into a shopping experience? You, can, you can't get to your things until... Hmm. Yeah, it, it, it requires coordination between two parties. So people who don't necessarily get along are still, everybody is responsible for everybody else's experience. That that horny guy who's just trying to buy the snake oil. <laughs> he just wants to, he just wants to oil his python. I just want my snake oil. He just wants his snake oil, but he can't get it unless you get your bread and butter and you both have to work together and, and hate each other. It's inconvenient. As now, hell. is it all 
is it all gamified? So like as you're trying to shop online, you're in a VR experience where you are like Oh, you got <laughs> solving you obstacle gotta, courses. You have to beat Skyrim, <laughs> like basically. <laughs> oh, you're finally awake. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw that. Yeah, I, I saw that opener on a on a pregnancy test. The little digital screen on a pregnancy test. It was like, oh, you're finally oh, awake. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I, I couldn't reach it. I would have snapped it in half. Stop trying to sell me Skyrim again. I'm only buying it once, ever. I'm only playing Eat it all the once. cheese. Eat all the cheese. <laughs> I've played it many times. I have thousands of hours in Skyrim, thanks to mods. Oh, yeah. I did see recently that there is a skip the intro mod. Oh, you better believe I had mods that gave me a brand new intro and let me just like jump right into the the into that starter dungeon or out the other side. All I had to do is choose who I was friends with first. Um, yeah, I think I think we're about done playing with the metaverse unless we want to further detail all the various ways that they make it your personal heck besides horny people and cooperative shopping. No, I think that's pretty good for yeah, if it if it gets any more. If it gets any more comprehensive, it'll it's it's going to start leaning into personal hell territory, and that's too bad. That's different things. Yeah, we want personal heck. It's just like painfully inconvenient, but you live through it. I do like the idea of it being focus tested. So I think since we are in the R and D chambers of Abaddon, uh, we could somehow reference. Get, oh, get this latest build out to the. The focus testers or something like that? Yeah, I do like that. Or what's the latest from the focus testers? Yeah, maybe we skip forward 48 hours so they have a new build after all the <laughs> the the unfortunate incident with the burning off heads. We've patched that out. We've got a new build. Send it off to the to the focus testers because that might be an excellent opportunity for it to move on over to the BEA. Yeah, what would we that, do that if Metaverse is, is uh, it's announced, but it's not yet launched and it's being focus tested? Yeah, so we can have uh, some supervisor or Basil Bob himself insist it is now time to ship it off to be focus tested, send it off to so and so. Don't don't explicitly call them the BEA because the this focus group will not call itself that. No, we'll leave it nice and vague as to whether. Basil, Bob, and Abaddon are aware of just who they're sending their stuff to. I can't even remember if we decided how far along who was aware of how much. Everybody is playing nice, but also backstabbing each other. Well, we haven't yet even gotten to the court case. Yeah. So first, we need to send this current build of the Metaperverse over to the BEA so that the BEA can start leaking material, leaking bugs, and starting their smear campaign. And of course, one of the stipulations of the coming lawsuit is going to be a broken NDA to go along with uh, defamation. Now, now, I was do are are people? I can't are, do. Is the general public aware of the BEA? Like, do people know that the agent, the the groups that do the focus testing, do they do people? Are people generally aware that they are actually a part of an agency called BEA, or is that all? Is they are kind of like 
separated by I, a I shell think, or whatever. Yeah, I think I think they operate through shells and stuff, and they're quite a bit secretive. They don't have great big glowing red signs like Abaddon does. Right. They don't want to be noticed. Basilbub needs to be noticed. Cryptic. Yeah, they're they're the shadow government type guys, but a shadow corporation. Okay, so that it would make sense that they would know that there was focus testing being done, but not necessarily know that it was linked to um, the butterfly effect. Correct. Okay, and so they say send off the next one, and maybe that's a computer screen where you see it being sent off, and then that cuts to another computer screen where it's being received? Yes, it's going to make like AOL email sounds. <laughs> it's going to be like, Phew! sound like something, <laughs> something like a paper airplane taken off. We'll get like crappy 16-bit graphics on the screen, and it'll just be like email sent. Boom. Yeah. And then, and then, yes, some some low-level guy in one of the focus testing labs somewhere in the the bowels of the BEA spire will will receive this email, and now we are in the BEA's headquarters, and that means we get to go see another boardroom, unless we want to another boardroom. Unless we unless we want to see it actually occur in like the focus testing area. But I was thinking as soon as material from Abaddon winds up in the hands of the BEA, the CEO is going to want to see it. Right. But we've we've kind of decided that he's John Goodman. And why wouldn't he go visit his his focus testers? That would be interesting. So do we do a thing where the focus testers are kind of having a discussion of like, we should get this to like, we should start one person is like, we should start testing this right away. And the other one's like, well, shouldn't we tell the CEO or something like that? And they're kind of bickering. And at that moment, he steps through the doors. Um, benevolent. Oh, I think he's all, he's been behind them the entire time they've been talking about it. Oh, classic. Yeah. He's like, we should take it to the, the boss. We need to start testing it because if we can find the material that the boss would want, he'll be glad to have that in particular. I'm glad in particular right now. <laughs> they both turn around and there he is. It's John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, sir, I didn't, I didn't know you were there. He's like, proceed. Let's see what we've got. Just work as if I wasn't here. Pay no mind. And of course, he's going to do like a couple of hums and haws as he as he observes them. Of course, they're all going to there. There's going to be a whole room full of focus testers and they're going to put on their headsets and only 5% of them are going to die. Well, that's exciting. So there's 20 of them. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they got it. They got it. 5%. <laughs> Best we can do for now. <laughs> we're going to oh, we're yeah. going to drop it to 1% later. One guy dies. There's a, a a pregnant silence. Another guy coughs. Everybody looks at him like, <laughs> nervously for a moment. He's fine. He's fine. I like the, I like that pregnant silence. They put. I don't know why, but them. that's just. <laughs> Somebody leans over and and fills in the the sheet of the guy who's 5%. dead. <laughs> oh. <The> guy who's... <laughs> yeah, got he. This guy expects 20 filled in sheets. All right. That's funny. <laughs> he told me before he died, he liked it. Yeah, he thought it was adequate. But what they're going to be looking for actionable material, basically. They want to find severe bugs. They want to find uh, anything inappropriate. They want to find anything that they can make fun of or, you know, overblow. They're really combing and through it. Yeah, they're they're going they're going through it big. So they probably uh, every time every time they jack into it, there's a five percent chance that somebody's gonna not jack back out. 
<laughs> so that they might they might focus tests like through the night and there's got like a little pile of bodies just like off to one corner after a night of testing sir we have to report the five percent has remained consistent but i'm afraid sir that that's the only thing that has remained consistent <laughs> oh are the body many parts many all over the place many bugs still remain oh no in this case they they fixed the legs but now your torso flies off your legs stay up the rest of you goes They've swapped, they swapped. disintegrates. Yeah, they swapped one problem for another problem. Typical, uh, typical lazy programming thing. Quick and dirty solutions that introduce new issues. But for the most part, they're they're gathering material because they're. This is where we get to to find out. Probably this is now when we actually get to a board meeting because our our John Goodman is going to have to explain that he's he's now about to launch a real smear campaign. So what is what is, is the basis of the smear campaign? You said ninety percent true, ten percent made up. Yeah, I was thinking that some of and once again it'll be like ninety uh, percent about the metaverse and then ten percent about Abaddon in general. Right. But the the overwhelming objective is just to embarrass Abaddon, make them look bad. I mean that it's a smear campaign. It's just to tarnish their image and to otherwise diminish the value of the metaverse because i mean technically it's going to be problematic for the bottom line of the bea's like 1100 different social media platforms is the irony of their smear campaign that they don't mention the five percent fatality rate oh yeah i think that'd be pretty funny is uh, it dangerous at all second. i have no I idea i gotta take a five minute break one second all right and so i make my return Willkommen. We've Willkommen. We've no. We're not going there again. Oh right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't. want to do that again. We've I had enough Python polishing. You. Yeah, we came well enough. <laughs> Buckets. Yeah, leave well enough alone. <laughs> oh, what an anecdote! <laughs> what a cute little story. <laughs> Charming little tale. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just thinking, am I going to take that out? <laughs> no. Should it start with that? <laughs> Set the tone right away. Yeah. Because, I mean, it went from there to Frollo being so horned up that he's just burst into flames dick first. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the python polishing with the snake oil. Whew. All right. So when asked, is it dangerous? Uh -uh. You try it. <laughs> the snake oil or the headset? The the VR experience of the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but I do think that Abaddon should, of course, market it with their own specific brand of headset. I think that might be where the, the fatality problems lie. So there's like a necessary update, but it crashes the device if you try to update it. So you can't update it. So it kills you. Because the fix for the part where it kills you is in a in an update that you can't put in. Well, that's I mean that is like. that is that's interesting because I think that is the reason why uh, Zuckerberg is so invested in VR is because he wants to pioneer the technology, pioneer technology that he can get the first stab at monopolizing the hardware for. Yeah. Because Facebook and Instagram goes on devices that already are owned by other things, and he wants to own VR headsets. 
Somebody should tell him about the Oculus. But he owns the Oculus. Oh my gosh, does he? Yeah, the, they make the, the meta Oculus is, they bought that. Oh my God, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. That's, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> yep, that's he pretty clearly Facebook. the objective. <laughs> <laughs> he wants okay. Facebook to be, what is it called? Proprietary or whatever? Yeah. On headsets. The MetaQuest 2. Yep. That's the new headset. Wow. And the pro also is the pro is the expensive version. Yeah, they're they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's ex- that. You're right. Wow, that's transparently a scheme. Then yes, that's definitely what Abaddon is doing. <laughs> and they only kill you five percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's like a office space. Yeah. If if you're only killing five percent of them, they won't accuse you of killing. <laughs> they're gonna get that number down. It's just going to take a couple of updates. But yes, that's definitely the objective here is to ship it with their own proprietary VR hardware. I think I think that's gosh, can't believe I didn't know that. <laughs> well, it's hard to ignore all the other news around it. I knew that they were they were doing their own hardware. I did not realize that the Oculus, the, the new Oculus project had been renamed MetaQuest. I didn't know that that was. Oculus isn't a thing anymore. Now it's just the MetaQuest. Yeah. Well, it was the best one. Or what would... No, wait. What was the Rift? Who makes Rift? Oculus Rift? Oh, Oculus Rift. What is the... Yeah. Who are the other makers? VR. This doesn't matter. We can... Yeah, but I also want to know. Oh, I'm thinking the HTC Vive. Is that the... That's. I think that's the best one right now. It's certainly the most goddamn expensive. Yeah. There's a virtual reality headset right there for sixty bucks, and there's the HTC Vive. Oh, I'm, I think I might be thinking thousand dollars. I think I might be thinking about the Valve, the Index, the the one with all of the points, and that is eighteen hundred. MetaQuest Pro is two thousand. God, it better suck your dick and make pancakes. But it doesn't. That's a whole other thing. By the way, do you know that that's a thing? Is it a thing that Zuckerberg owns? No, it's a thing that... Well, then he's an idiot because he should have been packaging that with the metaverse. I'm pretty sure it's a Fleshlight project or product. Oh, of course. But anyways, it's a machine that syncs up with VR porn so that your Fleshlight sucks your dick at the same rate of the girl in the video. Man, just buy your Lonely Bucket. The <laughs> KFC Lonely Bucket. No, this is the Abaddon Lonely Bucket. <laughs> you don't even put it on your head. It's cheaper. to just hire an escort if you're that in need of companionship you can have the real thing for less yeah the universal launch that's what it's called (laughs) god god you can't make that up (laughs) oh what a perfect name (laughs) we're we're getting close to launch <laughs> strap in and hold on <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean real talk tucker would strap himself into one of those things till he fucking died <laughs> they would find him weeks later dead real talk todd added it to his cart once but we didn't get much further than that <laughs> <laughs> we had a long think about it. <laughs> Talk to Plato for a while. <laughs> uh, 
it didn't quite tickle Todd's funny bone. No, not quite. Well, it tickled the funny bone. Yeah, but that was the only bone. That was it. Tuck- yeah. Tucker's the impulsive one. <laughs> he doesn't stop to think if it's a good idea or not. Occasionally, Todd has the wherewithal to do so. Every now and then. Todd the realizes st- when he's on a precipice. <laughs> yeah, Todd is the thoughtful and sensitive. Yeah. He's a bit more emotionally aware and a bit more self-aware. He knows his weak point. He's more compulsive. He's more compulsive than impulsive. (laughs) Yes, I would say that is true. He is definitely the more compulsive. Maybe that's the... Whereas, yeah, Tucker is impulsive. He's like, he just sees a thing and he goes. Oh, that's funny. Instead of, that's our, that's, that's our, uh, our cartoon show. Compulsion. Compulsive and impulsive. Oh. I see where we're going. <laughs> That's our itchy and scratchy. That's our itchy and scratchy, yeah. Compulsion and impulsion or something like that. What Humpy is it? Humpy and empty. <laughs> I think I think we should make that a different show than the Maquis show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, these kids are allowed to like two shows. Of course. This is the one we watch when when Jay's not home. This, oh, Maki yeah. is what we're allowed to watch, and this is the one that this is the Amanda <laughs> show. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Do you remember? I remember. I remember. <laughs> yes, this is the one we're not allowed to watch. <laughs> the, at late it's at night, Park. when everybody's asleep, we come down to turn that on. Yeah, that was funny. that was me in South Park. That was me was and. Sue Thompson, sex. What's she called? Sue Thompson, sex therapist. I guess that was me and and many shows. Oh, Sue Johansson. That was that was me in several shows, but South Park is the one that was standout as the one. Latin I Lover. I wasn't allowed to watch the Red Shoe Diaries. I I mean, I think everybody watched that one. Everybody <laughs> <Thanks> knows. Showcase. <laughs> Showcase had my back with its like tasteful with occasional nip slip, yeah. <laughs> tasteful softcore. Did you ever see the Joey Logan going really I, slow? Not Joey LeBlanc. Matt, Le, did you ever see the the Matt LeBlanc Red Shoe Diaries? I think so. Hey, it's Joey. Oh, okay. Anyways, speaking of perverse. Yes, yeah, speaking of perverse, we did we did it to ourselves naming this episode. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's perverse. Info whores. It it started horny and it's gonna finish that way too. <laughs> now, as for why the BEA is doing this, because since we know that the BEA likes producing multiple simultaneous echo chambers, that means that they operate like twenty different social media platforms and they're always trying to boost that number. Abaddon is trying to create basically a sort of singular platform that forces people onto it they're forced to use it it's horny jail so it it, like everybody gets stuck there that's the opposite of what the bea wants especially because this is going to drop their market share for all of their their little social media platforms and i was also thinking that the bea might want to rain on abaddon's parade so that they could purchase some abaddon stock when it Mm, goes when it plunges in value that's a thing they would do Mm-hmm. I for, did we did they um transgress each other at the battle at Atlantis? Uh they didn't help each other, but they didn't attack each other either. Okay. I they kind of just like stared angrily across the field at each other. I knew that that was when 
I knew that was when they like exchanged business cards or whatever. Like you'll hear from our people. I yeah, remember that was, detail. They were just, yeah, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if, if I ever have a child, that is what it will look like. Yep. If, if I have a child, <laughs> the behavior is on point because. A cunt. Oh yeah. My child is going <laughs> to uh, like immediately develop a shitty sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and always be using it against people just like my humor is a weapon just that is have do, do you watch that uh two bears one cave or listen to it much at all no tell me about it oh that's tom segura and bert kreischer's uh oh, podcast that they do it, together that that'll be why is because bert kreischer only has one joke yeah, it's I mean I'm too much of a a compulsive hate listener and I like Tom Tom Segura enough. But Tom I Segura do like, has I do like Tom enough. His children, one of it one of his sons tried to uh give Joe Rogan toilet water as a prank. <laughs> and I really <laughs> and like passed it off as my dad said you were thirsty. Here have some. <laughs> like just like gave him a glass of water. <laughs> wow. Yep, that's a shitty kid. Sense yeah. of humor, and I <laughs> equal parts pissed off, mortified, and proud. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is pretty funny. <laughs> but that's Joe Rogan. How could you? How could you? That's that's our uh, bread and butter, son. But that's oh, that's funny. But how could you? <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't know how to. I wouldn't know how to tell that line. I would need a spouse who could do that for me. I wouldn't know what to say. On behalf of my child, <laughs> like, do you apologize? You just laugh in his face. <laughs> you got to admit, Joe, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> the way you drank that toilet water, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Wasn't it, Joe? Do you remember? <laughs> Elbow. Him. Joe, Joe, who who loves to be the butt of joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, he's not into it. <laughs> Hit the panic button. What do we do? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the BEA. They're they're planning. They're now. I guess if you like, we can do like a, a montage where they start just like planning their smear campaign. They even like do a little storyboard of it. They've got a bunch of whiteboards up with like applic- applicants trying to put forward ideas for really good smear shots that they could take. Oh, I know. Right immediately, they've got they've got a storyboard. And it is somebody and they're they're pointing to like Abaddon's logo or whatever. And then in the next frame, a guy is literally smearing the name with like a rag. (laughs) This is what we need to be doing. That's visual storytelling. Take notes. Um, But yes, we can we can take uh, pictures of like they're the child slavery without a permit. We, We did joke about that one. Kids and hamster wheels being used to run the servers. Oh right, so we are we are showing them creating the the campaign as well. Yeah, they're they've because it and in fact it could possibly be a side by side one because Abaddon is still hard on the development of the meta perverse, and then you've got on the other side you've got the BEA really hard on the smear campaign, working on like the same basic computer setups, but like undermining the project on the left. So so is then is are they in a studio where they are 
uh like the bea has like a photography studio and they're posing a child in in shackles and and like rubbing dirt on their face or whatever or is it to the point of they're like on their computers using like 3d rendering software to to create cgi i think i think that uh they're actually at the very real hamster wheel child slave farms where abaddon is very for real forcing slave children to run in hamster wheels. Oh, they're and, sending and, in. And the BEA is sending in a couple of additional actors to pump those numbers up. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's already grotesquely horrible, and they're just like, we need we need a little more dirt on this one. I'm almost imagine so they're they're in one of these uh child slavery facilities hiding yeah. like pe- peeking around a corner and when one of the guards isn't looking they push ahead a bunch of other little kids like go go now 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 and then they start taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they got like a makeup person who applies a bit of extra dirt to some of the slave children. Yeah. They're too clean. So and I think I think it could be done kind of as like a parallel to that time that abaddon did a the pr stunt with the the little ecological cleanup that they immediately messed up again mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah it'll be it'll it'll be similar we'll we'll make those children dirtier etc well but yes so in abaddon case, definitely has very real slave children in that case they were how did that go they were showing themselves doing something good yes they they showed up at, a, at an actually undespoiled piece of wilderness and then proceeded to mess it up so that they could just film themselves cleaning it up a little. And yeah. then when they were finished filming, they threw all the filth back. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Ugh, okay. We're not taking that with us, Jerry. Fine. Throw the, 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 it's just like a plastic bag, completely fill of six pack rings, the worst possible stuff. Now, what, what, what is one other thing that Abaddon could actually be really doing? That's terrible that it either involves a metaperverse or just involves Abaddon in general, because the third thing will have completely fabricated and it will be comparably less bad. A, fa- a fabricated thing, which is, so this is the jaywalking. Yeah, we're going to do the arson murder and jaywalking. They, they, they have ch- child slaves. They're stealing all of your data. And? And they're raising the price on this thing by like 25 cents. Or is it is it something about the, the legs or the avatars? <laughs> only high heels. It's only high heels. They only come in one skin color. Ooh. But you said comparatively not actually. Should it be not actually bad at all? Yeah, let's let's make it something benign. Could it be that they made a promise on in some of their branding and then didn't? It's not like they promised a feature that's not a feature. Like that's promised... not that's not fabricated though. Right. All right, you said fabricated. I mean, if if we can think of something that's that's uh, gonna work, that's true. That's fine as well. But I yeah. do think that if if the truth is so much worse than this thing that BEA that is, made yeah. up because they couldn't find a third thing, it's kind of funny. And maybe that's the entire defamation suit. Is those children weren't that dirty? <laughs> this thing wasn't that <laughs> wasn't that bad. And that thing, that third thing, you, that was just made up. That never happened at all. Could it be something? Oh, could it be like it's uh, something that would never have something to do with tech? Like it's non-FDA compliant or something like that. It will. Oh. Do, it, 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 it has peanuts in it. <laughs> it will kill your peanut <laughs> weakened children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
it wasn't manufactured in a peanut free facility it will yeah. kill your, your yeah that's what it is and yes the headsets are manufactured in the same facility as as hazelnuts and it comes into contact with ground nuts or whatever they say whatever yeah. that term is that they use it wasn't correctly manufactured in a peanut free facility <laughs> causes a real rabble that's the one that causes protest in the streets in front of the abaddon building everybody glosses over the the, the child slavery bit okay so we, we now we do need that second thing though is there a more modern version of a peanut thing is there is there something i can't i don't i don't think so because the peanut thing is still very much a thing very serious like it will give your kids autism or adhd oh it was made by vaccinated people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it has vaccines in it. <laughs> it has vaccines. <laughs> it's a vaccination uh, device. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Uh, oh, it's, oh now, it's a, now I can't decide which one of those I like better. Horse paste or whatever it was. I actually think that it, it gives you the vaccine might be <laughs> the best we could come up with. So I, it gives you the 5G vaccine. Yeah, you're right. That is probably the most divisive thing it could possibly do right now. It it makes you have to wear a mask. <laughs> it's a VR headset. It goes on your face. Yeah, that's a problem. It's a mask. <laughs> you wear it on your face. Is it a mask? Is it a conspiracy? Big Pharma wants you to... <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, vac vaccines and, and masks. So we've got. I child... won't wear your liberal star of David. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I feel people. like I've heard people say things like that. I can't remember what the proper term was, but a liberal, yeah, brand. Yeah. Talk about a dog whistle. <laughs> Tell me again how you feel about the Jews. I feel like the only thing that identifies them is a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We're gonna have to introduce you to our. Our devil attorney. Oh, yeah, our devil. Our Shekelmeister, <laughs> who isn't even Jewish. Just plain devil's advocate here. In fact, Shekelmeister was never even human. Shekelmeister's a fallen angel. Fieri was a human. <laughs> Shekelmeister? Brim, Brimstein? Dine, yeah, Brims, Brimstein. That's what it was. Shekelmeister. Shekelmeister, I guess, is still just an uh, optional villain. He's the we yeah, he's time. killing Smurfs or whatever. I don't know. That sounds like he's doing God's work. <laughs> Yahweh. Um, <laughs> yes, we we need a we need a second thing. We've got we've got the first, thing. which is the child slavery, which is obviously grotesque, and they make it a little worse by painting some extra dirt on the children, so Abaddon could be like, "Those children were never that dirty. That was a clean facility." I mean, the other thing could could just be. Um, what is it, like the an FTX type situation? Uh, but does that make any sense? I'm not sure. So, like you said, selling your data. Yes, harvesting your data illegally. But I mean, every every company already does that, and then the government buys it. So selling every, it. Everybody, to, like, everybody, kind governments. of everybody implicitly knows that their all their data is for sale, and that's exactly how Abaddon uses it to pair you with your your cooperative shopping partners. Well, what is, what is something that they could be harvesting that's significantly worse? Uh, maybe, maybe it. Oh, has you already said feeding pollution. Wasn't there? Oh, hmm. 
you said previously, like melting. Did you say melting down the slaves and feeding them to oh, each other? Yeah. yeah, rendering down spent slaves to feed into the others. To feed the others is like a, a slurry. It's Soylent Green. Is that simply part of having? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's part of the slave child thing. Okay. And I think that that might actually be one of the things that the BEA makes up. Because Abaddon would never do that. They sell them something even cheaper and, or yeah, they, they actually sell, something. they sell the children food. Oh yeah. You think we they give them food for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and they, and they sell them something even cheaper and, and less new, like qualitatively nutritious than repurposed bodies. We sell those to composters to farm your corn. Right. What the children get is just like gruel made out of cardboard and we charge them for it. Right. It's the it's the it's the quote unquote recycled Abaddon packaging (laughs) that they that they they promised to reduce their waste to whatever. What did we call it? A bunch of countries. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's that. Yeah, that's their recycled packaging. (laughs) Yeah. And now that they're now that they're launching like all online shopping. Everybody gets to return their packaging for a, a slight little a bit off their their next shipping off their next order. Yeah. If they send back in the packaging, because then it's cheaper for Abaddon because just, they just recycle that into slave food. <laughs> <laughs> so evil. Oh, it's so intensely evil that I I'm having a hard time reconciling it in my own brain. Ooh. So yeah, I like that it, in in their court case. Be like, you think we feed them for free? <laughs> that's that's so funny to me. Because why <laughs> would you think why we are? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think we are? Socialists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the American public supports them. There's yeah, there's claps in the audience. Yeah, we're not socialists. <laughs> <laughs> there's two things we'll never give away for free: health care and food. <laughs> Clap, 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 clap. Order, I will have order. <laughs> yeah, cheers in the streets. That's exactly what would happen. But that's not even the second thing. God damn no, it. No, we, we do need the second thing. Either either it's like uh, the deforestation of the rainforest somewhere or the extinction of like a really important animal. Um, We were going to get to the point. Let me or, look, look. or there was a nuclear reactor disaster. Season four. Uh, where was this groundwork? Distress signal. Okay, so next episode is a distress signal from a fantasy dimension where Abaddon is producing the newest BS prowling property. Could the second be thing? Oh, act- they're related accidentally- with BS prowling. Yeah, is that the second thing? It sure could be. Oh my god, the notorious turf. Yeah. You know who else they're friends with? BS prowling. Like you, the, the, we that we wouldn't really need to delve into any of the fantastical stuff that they're doing. No, them being friends with BS Prowling would be enough. Enough of a smear kind of thing because that's literally what they do. Like, do you know who Kanye is friends with? Candace Owens. Yeah, <laughs> like they just <laughs> Bea just takes. I mean, they the do. Twitter they do it. and starts doing that whisper campaign. They do it with J.K. Rowling. You know who she's friends with? All these turfs. <laughs> Yeah, it, there's no such thing as an innocent association anymore. No. Okay, I'm good with that. That's cool. Yeah, BS Prowling. They're friends with BS Prowling. And that's and the, 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 the third 
the third thing. <laughs> oh yes, I guess we are still doing our little montage to the first one. They've we've got them powdering a little extra dirt makeup onto slave children. Here, take a bite out of this cracker made out of Steven. You saw him yesterday. And then we've got the Twitter sphere launching their own little I hear I hear they're friends with BS prowling. Share picture, share picture, share picture. And then the next one they're like, ah, oh, I hear that the masks give you the vaccine. <laughs> the masks? Yeah, the VR headset. Call them VR masks. Or VR but, masks. Yeah, yeah just call right. them VR masks. They give you the vaccine and they uh what's it called? They they chemically castrate you. Yeah. They give your they kids sex, autism. They, they, tra- they trans you. That's what they call it now. They trans oh, you. Oh, yeah. They give you they give you the trans vaccine. <laughs> God, these people. I'm so glad that this is fictitious, but I mean, it wouldn't be. It, it could be real, and I wouldn't be able to tell the difference if I read that on Twitter. The following piece of work er, is a piece of fiction. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Any any resemblance to persons living or dead is a goddamn embarrassment to the human species, and we <laughs> yeah, we are yeah, we take no responsibility for the embarrassment. But we're very sorry if that actually turns out to be the case. Yeah. Once upon a time, this was fiction, and, and yes, that then they they start they've got their minions on several different spheres, each of them working on their own thing. They can't find a third thing. We can't find a third thing. Just say it gives them the vaccine. And then sends them off. Oh yeah, they they all they all smithers their fingers together. Or not smithers, yeah. they all Mr. Burns their fingers, yeah. yeah excellent. <laughs> yes. Very cunning. Yes, my lord. Yes, sire. I I still badly want it to be John Goodman. As in like let's actually call John Goodman. <laughs> no. We'll get we'll cameo. Is he on cameo? I don't know, but he's he's beyond our <laughs> our ability to pay for. We would have to write all of his stuff two years in advance and just give him the entire script and just tell him to read it out verbatim. And then just that's that's what we put in. We don't get to ask Elliot him to do Gould. any rereads. Elliot Gould is on $475. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> Roseanne is $374. Lexi Goodman. No, John. Goodman. What? Uh, grift cameo hell yeah that's the smartest thing i've ever seen anybody do too sell cameos yeah who's the top guy i think uh what's his name brian Baumgartner from the office is currently the biggest like people are just they don't have to go act anymore they can just buy a camera and then like you tell them what to say you read them you feed them their lines they say it you pay them yeah and like I have seen people use them in their like YouTube content and stuff like as as uh, performance pieces like speaking like here read these lines and then now I'm going you're in the video as though you actually played this role that we are now creating around those lines you know Yes but that's the other thing cuz I think we looked it up once they have they have like personal rates oh. and then professional rates there's Santa cameos, cameos favorite, twelve bucks. White Claw Gabe, forty eight bucks. Some of these numbers, wow, wow. Yep, four hundred bucks. Tommy Chong is only two hundred bucks. Tommy Chong doesn't know his worth. Tommy Chong does not know his worth. Tommy Chong could easily get five hundo. Oh, Dean Norris is four hundred bucks. I've seen him in more cameos than I've seen in any anybody do. Yeah. So. so 
somebody out there is out 400 bucks for every one of those when they could be getting Tommy Chong to do it. He could be doing twice, twice as much. So <laughs> <laughs> I think Tommy Chong makes a lot of money off of uh, weed and bongs lately. Oh, I believe it. He has one of the top brands. I want to make um, fun of Cameo now. We're going to Cameo is interesting. Find, we're going to find something to make fun of Cameo. It's a bizarre statement on humanity. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if one day we I can mean, it do, is, it's we only can do like uh, I wonder if one day Tucker and Todd will get to do cameos because we'll be able to kind of attach the VTuber stuff to it instead of it being like they're you'd be able to just do digital oh, character yeah. cameo. That's what? in the future. That's coming. That's a thing that, yeah, if we don't do it on Cameo, then I would want to put on at least on, uh, what's it called? Purchase, because, uh, what's it called? Fuck. Coffee. Coffee has like single purchases. Oh, yeah. So that could be like a tier or something like that. I don't know. Personalized VR cameos. <laughs> yeah. Just like a little, a little, I guess it would be like a, a really simple animation of just like probably upper body, hands and shoulders and head. Talkie. I think I saw that NVIDIA has a new free face capture suite. So I'm going to look into that. Oh, that's cool. Like in camera, you don't need a face tracker. So I'm going to look into that. That might be cool. Um, Otherwise, are we done with this episode? The second Uh, thing was... Let's see. Oh, right. We have one last thing to do. What's that? Because the BEA is already launching their smear campaign. So it's out there in the wild. It's been released. Now it's time for them to get a lawsuit in the mail. Mm. And I was wondering oh, yeah, if right. it should be it, if it should be like, should it possibly be all the like the letters from Hogwarts kind of thing where like they get one and then another and then suddenly there's hundreds of them coming in every orifice in the building? Or should That's it just be like really stiff and intensely formal and bureaucratic where they just send like one guy and he comes over with like a big briefcase, loudly opens it up, opens it like with the the old fashioned clacker opens it up and then pulls out a single sheet of paper and hands it over. Do they say you got served for civil cases? You or is that have just... been served with a subpoena. You have been summoned to appear in court. Okay. I don't, I, I don't like... know. If, I don't know if uh, the hellish lawyers will even say anything, but this is definitely the opportunity. If we're going to send people for us to show Fieri and Brimstein, would they do it themselves? Uh, either they would do it. I mean, this is the biggest lawsuit Abaddon's going to launch probably ever. But if they don't, then they they have the FB and Associates kind of on the uh, the briefcase, and they send in like a small army of lawyers to carry a single briefcase. Which I kind of like. I kind of like the idea of a drawn out sequence of building up to what you're described like the harry potter the the hogwarts letters the letters i i like that one a lot of of like one comes and it's on it's delivered to somebody fairly high up at bea on like a silver platter and when they see Uh, personal delivery for the first one yeah and when they see the fb and associates like letterhead they kind of get like a pale look and like throw it out or burn it or whatever and oh, then, the, fir- the first, yeah, the first one gets like crumpled up or and then thrown in a fire. Yeah, yeah. First one actually, there's no, there's no look. The, the first one is totally dismissed. Like, oh, yeah, it, it goes, it goes to the CEO who yeah. knew this was coming. So, like, this isn't news. Goodbye. This and is exactly what we wanted. 
and then a second one like very quickly after that comes through. Oh yeah, the mail instant slot. it goes in the fire, it finally yeah. one flies in the window yeah. and lands right on his desk. Well, that's irritating. And, yeah, and then a, <laughs> and then he throws that out, and a rumbling is heard. Oh yeah, suddenly, uh, suddenly somebody's driven a dump truck into the first floor, and they're just flying through the window. They're coming in through every orifice. They're coming in every orifice. They're flying out of the toilets. They're coming out of the sink. They're coming through the windows. They're they're coming in the emails. They're sending digital ones too. Oh, and does this end in the the C, the CEO of the BEA uh, yells like booms very authoritatively though? All right, like enough, enough, and then they all just stop. I like I get it. I oh get yeah, it. enough. Just enough. And they all, and they all just and flop to yeah, the floor. They all stop, and then there's one more. <laughs> yeah, the one where it hits him in the face. <laughs> yeah, there's always one more falls from the ceiling just for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> and then lands in his hand or whatever, open. Yeah, I think so. Like carried by a little breeze, just like floats into his hand and unfolds itself. It's and got like a, a red wax seal on it. So he can kind of like huff out it like a fine. And then that's the end. Fine. Yes. Magnificent. <laughs> We like drama here, too. Yeah. We try to do the funnies, but we like it when stuff is cool. <laughs> uh, John Oliver. Cool. Dope. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is completo. Cool. That's a good episode. I like that one. Yeah, it, it's pretty much all Abaddon is bad. It's just nonstop misfortune for Abaddon. Should we do an after credit sequence to check in with? Um, info whores I... see if uh, Alex Jones <laughs> finally got his dick out of the sign I was gonna say no I was gonna say oh right because they're at home they're not even off no they're at home should we check in with the Fargo agents oh interesting or should we just when leave is them the next time episode? when is the next time they even arrive they do arrive in the next episode don't they uh, Fargo agents yeah, investigate just... the fantasy dimension signal yeah yeah okay um uh, we can definitely do like a post credit where we are at the uh, their their facility and there's some kind of an alarm going off or some kind of message coming in urgent, uh, you know, something we're going to do a cliffhanger, basically. Oh, that would be a nice way to to. So they're already uh, on in their cars on the way when we start the next episode. They don't need to be. Because we've already done like the establish their relationship with their superior officer as he begrudgingly hands over a case. Yeah, we don't have to do that twice. Although we can take the opportunity to play around with the superior officer's relationship, with his superior officer. But I do think that, yeah, the cops can already be on their way. No and reason not to get to it. And they can explain they can do one of those things. Remember, they said in the. Yeah, yeah. On the on the drive there, they can kind of converse Summarize. with each other and and establish what just what they're doing yeah okay i'm happy with that it did say urgent yeah but you know me i need my gaviscon if i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> we need to go a little faster ken i'm driving according to the prevailing road conditions <laughs> and the posted speed limit <laughs> like these these guys i'm a man of the law ken it said urgent he goes five kilometers per hour faster yeah, he he, he just okay, like scratch. He scratches the accelerator with his big toe to go like. I stepped on it. Are you happy? <laughs> two and a half clicks faster. 
And when you turn off <laughs> yeah. that rock and roll, <laughs> right. back they're to still, they're still they're still having trouble with the music. <laughs> oh no, they they have no, they have uh, they have an they AI. The car? They, they have the car. The car is intelligent. It has an AI, but maybe it still doesn't quite have the music they're looking for. Oh, it only plays a uh, 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 synth wave. Yeah, it only plays cool. It only plays car. cool stuff. <laughs> So they're having a bit of an argument with the, their car's artificial intelligence. They haven't quite hit their stride yet. I said, play the song of my people. I can't do that, Ken. Ted, we're getting a new car. <laughs> I can't do that, Ted. Hmm. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. This is a highly disagreeable situation. Yes, uh, whatever it is, maybe they're getting a fax. Maybe they're old fashioned. Or maybe somebody has like a, a, a flashing alert on their screen or... Something, whatever it is, it's it's a very big deal because like this is a dimensional breach, which is fucking insane. Yeah, a siren. Boop. Yeah, we've already played with shitty Abaddon sirens, <laughs> so we could play with these guys and their shitty siren. <laughs> European siren. Anyways, that's the end of this episode. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I've been one of your hosts, Tucker. I've been the other host, Todd. You've and... been an audience. <laughs> and and these were the robots. And the that that was the show. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh great. Another snide for production. <laughs>